Alrighty, uh, I wanted to bring y'all something tonight, and uh, I don't know if if, if y'all ever been able to tell the difference, like between a parable and uh, something that actually happened. Many times Jesus taught in parables, but tonight I'm going to talk about something here for just a few minutes. This is going to be short, and uh, this is a, an event that actually took place. It actually happened. It actually talks about Jesus being there, what he did, and it gives the names of the people. Whenever you see names, that is an actual event. And uh, it's just like uh, over in the book of Luke, uh, Lazarus and the rich man. That is an actual thing that really took place. It really happened. They gave the name of Lazarus, and even in some in some volumes or or, or, or different uh, Bibles, they give the name of the rich man. The rich man was called Dives, D-I-V-E-S, and of course the poor man was Lazarus. Lazarus was a pretty common name back in the Bible days, and so that's one way you can kind of distinguish whether it's a parable. And sometimes it's just the way it's worded, I mean, the actual events and how it happened. But uh, when they start giving names, that's an actual event. The disciples were there. They were witnessing what was going on. They got the names, they, they, and they put the names in the Bible. So this here is an actual event that took place. I love this story, and we've all heard it, and, you, and, and, and probably a number of times. But I've entitled this, Don't Give Up When You're Seeking Jesus. And this here is the faith of a blind man. We're going to look at blind Bartimaeus for just a moment. See, they named him Bartimaeus, plus they told us who Bartimaeus' father was. His name was, T T was Timaeus. And so it gives us those two names. And so we know that this is an actual event that took place and I love this story and we need to kind of listen to it because it, it gives us a lot of things to uh, look at whenever we're seeking healing and like just like tonight during all the, during this prayer service you know these people we got a number of people seeking healing but it's going to take faith not only their faith but your faith for praying you know many times God will use your faith to heal somebody to show them that he's real. And that is and, and that has been proven and, and talked about that, that sometimes God will use our faith in order to show somebody what faith really is. And uh, so uh, I'm going to start out here. Like I said, I'm going to look at Mark. It's, going to, it's Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. And uh, it's a story of about, about blind Bartimaeus. That, that's what they called him. And this story really happened. Like I said, it's not a parable because we have the names. And I'm going to start out here in verse 46. And uh, as Mark was uh, writing this, the Holy Spirit was telling Mark what to write. You know, we'll see some uh, of the stories 
are, 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 are things in the Bible that take place. And now this is the Holy Spirit telling these people what to write. They're seeing it, but some of it will vary just a little bit because of the writer and what the, and what the Holy Spirit is revealing to them. And uh, it's the same thing. It, it all mounts the same thing. It just Sometimes it just varies just a little. And, uh, but here in, in, in verse 46, it starts out, And they came to Jericho, Jesus and his disciples. And as Jesus went out of Jericho with his disciples a great, and a great number of people, <clears throat> blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway begging. You know, back in those days, in the Roman times, there was no welfare. And I'm going to show you something here in a minute, and I don't know if you've ever heard it before. I know if I've, if I've preached it before, which I have, I probably told you about it. But this here, uh, in, the, in the days of the Roman government, you couldn't just beg. You couldn't. They'd lock you up. You had to go before the Roman government and get permission to beg, to make a living. See, that's the only way some, some of these people could, could, uh, could get by was begging. They had, they had like Brian Bartimaeus, he couldn't work. He had no other way of, of uh, surviving. And uh, so he went before the Roman government and they gave him permission to beg. And I'll show you how they, what they did here in just a minute to give him permission to beg. Because, uh, <clears throat> and it says, and when, and when blind, blind Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth that was passing by, he began to cry out. Okay, now, we have to look at something. Blind Bartimaeus had never seen Jesus. He didn't know what Jesus looked like. The only thing he'd done is, the, is what he had heard about Jesus. He'd heard the stories of Jesus healing, healing blind eyes, opening deaf ears, causing the lame to walk. See, blind Bartimaeus had heard all this. He said, oh, if I could just meet this Jesus, if I could just get close to this Jesus, I know he could heal me. Well, he's going to get his chance. It says, and when Brian Morris heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. See, Brian Bartimaeus was already acknowledging that he believed Jesus was the Messiah. That's, in those days, the son of David was also known as he was the Messiah and uh, the Son of God. And by calling Jesus Son of David, he was recognizing Jesus as being the Son of God, plus he was the Messiah that, that blind Bartimaeus had heard the people talk about. <clears throat> and then many of the people told him, here's verse 48, and many of the people told him that he should hold his peace or that he should be quiet. Don't, don't be hollering out to Jesus. He's, he's busy. He's got a lot of things he's doing. But you should hold your peace. But he says here, he cried out a great deal more. You know, maybe he was right. See, when Jesus was on his way out of here, he was headed to Jerusalem. He was on his way there to go to the cross. This was going to be the last time he was through Jericho. This was going to be the last opportunity that Blind Bartimaeus had to see him. And, you know, I just wonder sometimes if maybe Blind Bartimaeus didn't feel this. Is hey, 
I got to get his attention now. I may never see this man again. I may never have this opportunity again to come before this Jesus. And blind Bartimaeus was true, was so right here because, like I said, Jesus was going to Jerusalem. It was time for him to go to the cross, and Jesus was going to die. So blind Bartimaeus may have never had another opportunity to see Jesus and to ask him to heal him. And uh, but he said he and. They told a blind Bartimaeus to hold his peace, but he said he cried out a great deal more and probably cried out a whole lot louder than what he had been crying out. He was crying out, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. I mean, everybody was hearing him. And see, I don't know if y'all realize this or not, but this is what the world is telling the Christians today. Be quiet. Be quiet. And this ought to just make us holler, just like here, but make us holler that much louder, recognizing and giving Jesus praise for what he, wants to, what he wants to do in our life. But, you know, we have to allow Jesus and let him do it. We have to have faith and believe that Jesus can do what he said he'd do. You know, Jesus said he was the same yesterday, today, and forever. You get over in the book of Malachi that tells us, Jesus said, for I change not. I am the same as I've always been. What I did yesterday, I will still do today. And you know, Jesus is still healing today. He is still on the throne. And He is still our Lord and Savior. He is still the Son of God. And He's in heaven right now, sitting at God's right hand. What's He doing there? He's interceding for you and me. When we pray ours, Jesus is hearing those. And He presents them to the Father. Father! Father, did you hear what your child said? Did you hear how your child prayed? Lord, let's answer this prayer. Let's heal this person and, and, and just show them, Lord, that we hear them, that we care about them, and that we love them. God says, they're healed. You know, and that's one thing about God. Oh, God doesn't have to come and walk on this earth. He doesn't have to come down here and lay hands on you and touch you. What does he have to do? He simply speaks the word. He can sit right there in heaven on his throne and speak the word and say, you know, like, Lord, I pray, heal them now, Lord. And, and that's all he has to do. Be healed in the name of Jesus. And that person will be healed. And, uh, and as, as, as Brian Bartimaeus was crying out, it said, and Jesus heard him. They said, and Jesus stopped. He stopped and stood still. He heard blind Bartimaeus crying out. Now, how many other people had been walking by and they heard blind Bartimaeus cry would have stopped? They'd have kept going. They would have paid that blind man no attention. But Jesus is so full of love. He stopped because he heard him calling out to him. And... Uh, he commanded for blind Bartimaeus to be called. To be called. Somebody tell blind Bartimaeus to get up here. I want to talk to him. And blind Bartimaeus, and, and they called to blind Bartimaeus, to the blind man, saying to him, Be of good comfort and rise. Jesus is calling for you. Well, can you imagine? How would you feel? If you were suffering and going through a great lot of torment, Sue, the other night, when she was sitting there hurting and hurting like she was, you know, and prayers going up, Jesus heard those prayers, and he touched her. 
He touched her. He touched that body. He took away that pain. I think he healed her. But he heard her. He heard you crying out because of your faith and what you believe. And he knew that this Sue had faith. And he touched her. And it's just like she says, she was in a pain of, say, ten, but when they finally got to her, she was in a one. Very, very light pain. Because God heard her and heard you cry out to him. And he answered it. He honored you in your prayers. And, uh, and they said, you know, and they said, Jesus calls for you. And then blind Bartimaeus stood up. And he said, he cast away his garment and rose and came to Jesus. Now, I told you all a while ago that the Roman government did something for the beggars or for those that had to beg. So people would recognize that they had that right to beg and that the Roman government said it was okay. What did the Roman government do? For the beggar, he gave them a cloak, a garment for them to wear that was different from any other garment. When you saw that person, you knew that, that, that they were legally blind, they had the right to beg, that the, that the Roman government said they could do it. This was a special cloak designed in a special way that you knew what it was. And you knew that this man had the right from the Roman government to ask for alms, to help, to help him make a living so he could buy food and all this. So that's how the beggar was recognized is by the cloak, by the garment he was wearing. Now notice what it said. When Jesus called him, he stood up, he took off his garment, his cloak, and he threw it away. Why would he do that? Why would he throw away this robe or this, this cloak? Because he believed in his heart. He was fixing to be healed, and he wasn't going to need that anymore. He was going to regain his sight. And Jesus saw this. He saw him throw that cloak away. And you know, and Jesus had to marvel. This man has faith. He believes, I truly am the Son of God. He believes I'm going to open his eyes. And I bet Jesus thought to himself, and this man is not going to be disappointed. And then Jesus said unto, Brian, or unto Bartimaeus, What do you want that I should do for you? You know, now that really sounds kind of like a strange question. Jesus knew he was blind. Everybody around there knew Jesus was blind. Why would Jesus ask a question like that? Jesus knew what he needed. But he wanted to hear it from Brian Bartimaeus. Why? Many people get in a condition like what Brian Bartimaeus was. And he really don't want change. He's not having to work. He's got a garment that says that he can ask for money from people. And people was giving him money nationally because, I mean, he was doing okay. He was in a position there. He was, he was on a street that had a, had a lot of foot traffic. They used that road a bunch, and he was well taken care of. And Jesus was really asking him, 
Bartimaeus, are you sure you want me to change you? Do you really believe I can change you? Do you really want to be changed? Or do you want to stay like you are? You'd be surprised at the number of people that are satisfied in their condition because they're doing okay in that condition. Well, Brian Bartimaeus wanted his eyesight. He did not want to stay blind. He wanted to receive it. He said, what should I do for you? And Brian Bartimaeus said unto Jesus, Lord, that I may receive my sight, or Lord, that you might heal me. I want to be healed. I don't want to be blind. I want to work for a living. I want to be able to see people. I want to be able to, to get out and, and without having to be led around. I want to be on my own. I want to work for a living, and I can't do it like this. Heal me, please. I ask that you just restore my sight. And uh, Jesus looked at him. I could just see Jesus. Blind Bartimaeus, you're fixing to receive your miracle. You're fixing to receive what you're asking. And Jesus said unto Bartimaeus, Go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Your See, Jesus saw his faith. Jesus saw him throw away his cloak. That, and it said, and nowhere here does it say that blind Bartimaeus ever went and picked that cloak back up. When he threw it away, and Jesus touched him, and he got his eyes were opened. Blind Bartimaeus didn't want that cloak back. He didn't need it. It don't say what happened to it or anything else. But it does not say or tell us where blind Bartimaeus ever went and picked up that cloak and took it with him. Because he wasn't going to need it anymore. And he knew he wasn't going to need it anymore. But Jesus saw blind Bartimaeus' faith when he tossed away his, his cloak and came to Jesus. Jesus was the most important thing on blind Bartimaeus' mind right then. To come to Jesus believing and not doubting that Jesus was going to heal him. You know, if, G if, if just think about it. If Brian Bartimaeus had had any doubt of being healed, there's no way he would have thrown that cloak away. Because he was going to need it. But he knew without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus was going to touch him and heal him and he wasn't going to need that cloak. And Jesus saw this. He saw his faith. And he says right here, Go your way, your faith has made you whole or has healed you. Your eyes are now opened. And immediately, blind Bartimaeus received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. When, Je when, when blind Bartimaeus received his sight, he walked with Jesus. He became somebody that, that, that helped Jesus in his ministry, walked with him, served him, all the rest of his days the way it was talking here. And that's what Jesus wants from us. He wants us serving him, loving him, having faith in him, and believing in him. He wants to touch you. He wants to touch you with their greatest need. And every one of us have needs. Every single person in here has a need. And do you realize that Jesus can touch you? It's time for us to toss our cloaks away and say, Lord, I believe 
that you are the Son of God. My faith and my trust is in you. I'm asking for your healing, and I'm not doubting it because I know you can do it. And, Lord, I'm giving you praise, and I'm giving you thanks right now for your healing, even before I see it, because I know you're going to do it. See, now that impresses Jesus. You're thanking him for doing something that he hadn't even done yet. But it's in your heart and in your faith you know that he is going to touch you. He's going to heal you. You're not going to be that same person that you was. I'll guarantee you when Jesus touches you, you'll be a different person. And all of you here can probably testify to that. You wasn't always like you are right now. You wasn't in church. You wasn't serving Jesus. But when Jesus came into your heart, your whole life changed. You became that new person. Therefore, any man who is in Christ becomes a new creation. The old person passes away. Behold, all things become new. You become a new person when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You're not that old person you used to be. You're now a person that belongs to the Lord God. And his hand is on you. He's watching over you. He wants to bless you, and he will bless you if you'll just let him. If you will show the faith that, that, that Bartimaeus had, toss your cloak away. Quit holding on to it. And he'll touch it, and you're not going to need it anymore. Just show Jesus your faith. Just as, just as Bartimaeus did, and Jesus touched him in a way and did exactly what Bartimaeus needed. Opened his eyes, gave him back his sight, and then he said he followed Jesus in the way. Or he followed him in, in, a, in his walk, praising God. You know, can you imagine how many people maybe blind, blind Bartimaeus talked to and told him what Jesus did for him? How he touched him? How he healed him? What he did? How many people do you think maybe blind Bartimaeus led to Christ? through his testimony. We can do the same thing. Tell people your testimony. Tell people what Jesus has done for you. And that he can do it for you too. And help somebody come to the understanding and the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Brian Bartimaeus came to the saving knowledge of Christ and walked with him the rest of his days. I hope all of us will walk with Jesus the rest of our days giving him praise and giving him thanks. But Brian Bartimaeus here is a great story. And, but the thing about it, it's a true story. It happened. And Jesus said, what I did yesterday, I can do again today. So if you've got something that you need to come to Jesus with, come to Jesus. And put it in, just lay it out. Lord, I believe you're going to do this. I know you can do this. Lord, all my faith is in you, and I'm not doubting. So, Lord, I'm putting, I'm putting everything, I'm giving it all to you. And watch what happens. Watch how your life changes. Watch how those little things in your life that you needed all of a sudden start happening. That's Jesus because of his love for you. But anyway, that's all I've got tonight. I just wanted to bring that. Because sometimes we just need to just lift Jesus up and let others know what he can do, what he has done, what he will do, and what he is doing. So thank you all for being here tonight. And if you need anything, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to 
just give y'all a few minutes. If you need to come down to the altar or anything, if you just need to ask Jesus for something, if you need a prayer, I'm going to be down here. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to anoint you with oil. I'm going to agree with you that Jesus will meet your need. I'm going to stand in agreement with you. So if you need anything, I'll just ask you to come down. We're not going to wait very long. You know whether you need it. You know whether you're going to come down. If you're going to come down, come on down. And let's give Jesus the glory. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you that you are our healing God. You're our loving God. You're our merciful God. You fulfill all of our needs. And Lord, we're thanking you right now for your touch. Lord, for your healing power. And that you can touch any person in here and meet their need. So Lord, if somebody has a need and they will, and they will bring it to you, Lord, I pray that you will touch that need, that you will meet that need, and Lord, that you'll just lift them up and they'll know it's you. So Lord, again, thank you for being our Lord, for being our God, for loving us, and Lord, for meeting our needs. And Father, we pray these things in Jesus' mighty and holy name. Amen.